This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 4 of Civic View, your exclusive source to the inner workings of your local government. We created Civic View to inform and educate our community on all things Crestview, and we are excited to keep that going with another season of spotlights, history, events, and all the awesome things that make Crestview such an amazing place to live. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for uh, this episode of Civic View. Like I said last time, I'm not going to keep saying another episode. Every episode's a great and fantastic episode. Um, We are in season four, like I always say, because I decided it's season four. I don't know how many episodes we're in. I'm still going to do that special episode. I swear, for those of you that listen all the time, it's going to happen. For those of you that listen on the radio, it won't be as exciting because it's going to be like a video recorded episode, so you won't be nearly as excited about that, but that's okay. Uh, You can check it out on our social media if you so choose. So so this episode kind of follows with last week's episode, if you've listened to it yet. Um, In that episode, I had a Bed For Me Foundation on. And they are a 501c3 that helps uh, children get beds, which is a really amazing thing. Um, And, um, you know, please go back and listen to that episode. There's a lot of great information in it and um, just some great stories, too. But so this week, uh, kind of on the other side of that, I've actually got a guest on that um, helps organizations like 501c3s, for instance, uh, be awesome organizations and do things that maybe they didn't think they were going to be able to do. And what I mean by that is I have um, Hannah Wilburn, who is the community relations manager. Hannah, I get that right? That's right. All right. So I have (laughs) Hannah Wilburn on with All In Credit Union, right? Mm -hmm, And um, uh, she's here to talk about um, a grant uh, opportunity that the credit union does every year um, that I assume people in this area, and then you can tell me in a minute how many other areas are available for that as well. Um, but it's a uh, it's a really great opportunity. Um, you know, local uh, local five hundred one c threes here in the area can apply for this, and we're going to talk about it um, and and how you can apply and those kinds of things. So first of all, Hannah, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I I know I know Hannah personally, so I know how incredibly busy Hannah is and how much time she spends <laughs> on the road. So it's it's an honor um, for me to get the opportunity to have you come in and do this because I know you're super busy. Um, so first, first I want to ask this. So some people may not be familiar with All In Credit Union. Yeah. Um, if you do anything with the city, you probably are because uh, Hannah's a rock star and they they do stuff for us constantly. And when I mean do stuff, I don't mean anything related to our finances. What I mean is they participate in a lot of our um, community events. You guys actually are the ones that are um, providing for our Employee of the Quarter right now, our Strongest Link program. Thank you for that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, happy to do it. Um, but that being said, this actually is not uh, – I didn't choose to have you on because of that. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, you know, you do this stuff for us. I actually had chose to have you on because um, – for me, organizations that are 501c3s like a Bed For Me Foundation, for instance, or some of the other ones, some of the ones you're going to talk about here in a minute, uh, well, uh, Cash, for instance, we, you know, mm-hmm. um, the our Crestview Area uh, Shelter for the Homeless, uh, these organizations, um, they work on shoestring budgets most of the time. Uh, they're nonprofits, so they're not, you know, kicking back money and putting it away. So, so these types of grants like this that get offered really can make a difference for these organizations. Sometimes just being able to stay going absolutely, or, yeah. or keep going. So, so first of all, um, uh, I mean, first of all, just, uh, how long has all in, uh, been here in town? 
So All In Credit Union opened our Crestview location in 2018. Um, so going on our fourth year. Okay. Wow. All right. So yeah. All righty. So <laughs> if you don't know where that is, I'm just going to say this. It's over. It's on 85. Um, it's right right there on the on the highway near uh, across from like O'Reilly's, isn't it? It's yeah. Near. I always say it's right across the street from O'Reilly, O'Reilly Auto Parts or um, Emerald Isle Seafood. Yeah, Typically people are like, I know much. exactly where that's at. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, yeah. Okay. So now, now the grant itself, um, you were telling me before, so there's a foundation that the grant is part of. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the grant is actually, the funds are come from the Helping Hands Foundation, which is the credit union's foundation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the foundation was formed in 2016. Um, and the foundation is actually ran by, um, a board of directors that are actually all in employees. It is a 501c3 nonprofit. So, so you all use that to then turn around and try to help other, uh, other nonprofits basically. Yeah. So the foundation was formed, um, to just further our impact in the community and to give us a vessel in which to do that. Um, so how the foundation kind of works is our employees, like a lot of other organizations, um, are able to have the choice to wear jeans on Friday, which they get so excited about. Um, they pay $3 per pay period and we have over 400 employees. So just imagine how much that is per year and those funds go directly to the nonprofit um, to give us funds to be able to use for things like the $200,000 grant. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. And not just that. Uh, Chance, have you ever gotten a <laughs> mailer in the mail or a call that said you get to skip a payment on your loan? From your no. bank or credit? <laughs> you get, I, I Where guess are I you banking? My, I guess I got my <laughs> loan from the wrong place. Apparently, I have two vehicle loans. And they ain't ever said you can skip a payment. So, so um, that's kind of what um, yeah, quite a few credit unions are known for. One of the things we're known for is. Uh, making it possible for our members to skip a loan payment per year. Typically, a lot of members take advantage of that around Christmas time because they have so many other expenses. They're like, if I can not pay my truck payment this month and provide my kids Christmas, you know, that's what a lot of them choose to do. Um, We actually make that available twice a year. So what they do is they pay a fee. Um, I think it's around like $25, $29. They pay that fee and then they don't actually have to pay their loan payment for that month and it skips to the next month. What's really cool is not only does the money our employees pay to wear jeans go to the Helping Hands Foundation, but also, I mean, we have over 150,000 members. Not all, of course, not all of them have loans. But when they choose to skip those payments throughout the year, that money, that fee, part of that fee goes into the Helping Hands Foundation, too. Okay. And some of those members are right here in town. I oh, mean, my gosh. Have absolutely. a credit union here in mm-hmm. town. And there are members here in town. That's right. So, so um, those of you who are listening, you know, those that option, you know, you could be helping fund this grant as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so now we had talked. I don't want to spoil it. So, so let's start, let's start here. So first I want to talk, we, you got a little bit of, you gave me a little bit of background on the grant uh, itself. So can you, can you mention, I had mentioned cash. So cash uh, is our, our homeless shelter here in town and they were uh, a recipient of part of the grant because it's a little different. So I've had impact 100 on yeah, and impact 100. um, What they do is they take what they call transformational grant. So they take a huge grant, like Mm a hundred thousand dollar grant, like they did for a bed for me foundation and they give it all of that to yeah. the person, right? So, so you all, it, it was a hundred thousand. You were telling me something kind of, yeah. So, and actually, what Impact or one Impact One Hundred does is actually super cool. Um, so, what we do is a little bit different, kind of similar to the first year we did it. So, twenty eighteen was the first year we did the grant. Um, and so what we did in 2018 was we actually gave the full lump sum of $100,000 to the Ark and Dothan, 
Um, and then beginning in 2019, we had so many applications the first year we did it where, you know, we saw the need in 2018. And when 2019 rolled around, we were like, gosh, there were so many organizations that do incredible things across sure. our footprint. So can we take that money and spread it out a little bit to where, you know, we just make that impact even greater and even broader. And that's what we began doing in 2019. Then again, in 2020, 2021. And that's what we're rolling into in 2022. Yeah. And 2021 was when cash received. Uh, yeah. So 2021 was actually when they received their grant funds. Um, cool. Yeah. So, so already right here in a local area, just starting 2018, <laughs> yeah. we've had we've had a local uh, area benefit. Now you said yeah. the ARC and Dothan? Yeah, so the ARC is an organization um, in Dothan. Um, they're a ministry um, where they actually help rehabilitate men in the community to get them back into the workforce and to get them, you know, into a good place in their life and to support them through that transition. The work they do is incredible. And I think it's important to note this too. Not only did we give them $100,000, um, we also volunteer with them on a, continue, on a continued basis. So, you know, not only did we support their mission in 2018, we were able to take this them this huge check and be able to say thank you for the impact you're doing here's money to be able to continue that um we also you know reach out to them on a on a continual basis and we actually send employees down there to help them with things that they need around the building um so that we continue to support the work they're doing even after they receive the grant funds all right cool so you guys aren't just like here's a check you're no. like you, know, like you, you want to buy into the organization and yeah make sure that they're still successful it's important just get money. yeah what's really cool is when you're driving i don't know how many of the listeners you know ever go to dothan alabama which is about an hour and 40 minutes away from well, here I'm, I'm sure there's some people here that go to dothan. <laughs> well when you're driving down main street um in dothan um the arc is actually close if you know where the courthouse is it's close on the way there on main street and you it actually is in a building that used to be i believe the uh, first hospital in dothan or one of the hospitals in dothan and if you look as you're driving you'll see our logo right on the side of the building um because of those grant funds um, which is very cool. And I think it's important too, Chance, to note that what we did, the funds that we gave the Chris Ferry Shelter for the homeless, that we gave them a $10,000 check, um, which as you know, I mean, gosh, anytime that you are coming into contact with anybody that works there, helps fund that building sure. or volunteers there, I mean, you just walk in and you just feel like this presence of people who are so passionate just about helping other people. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's, it, it really, if you ever want to go volunteer for an organization and feel like you are changed the moment that you leave or that you just have a different perspective, take time to go down there. It's awesome. And I just want to say this too. So the grant funds that we use right here in Crestview, um, we're used to stock their food pantry, um, for the housing deposit assistance. And what's really cool is they're calling it the all in second chance program. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So just that's, wanted to note that. That's cool. Um, yeah. all right. So now, so we've talked about some of the, some of the organizations that have won. So mm -hmm. let me, let me ask you this then <clears throat> first, um, if someone wanted to apply, Mm -hmm. uh, for the grant, I imagine it's, it's not hard. I imagine you can do it online, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think everything, right. You get everything. I mean, just about, online. uh, what, yeah. so what's the, what's the website for that? Okay. So the website is www.allincu.com. 
And then what you're going to do is when you go on the website, you'll see a tab that says why us. You'll let that tab drop down. You'll click on that tab and you'll see $200,000 grant. You'll click on there and the page on there has all the information you need, has the deadline, has the application, um, the our contact information, everything you need. Okay, cool. Um, so so when you get there online, uh, you know, I imagine there's probably some information. Like, like we mentioned, you need to be a 501c3. That's right. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So um, and then. So is there is there like a way you all decide, you know, like I know some places have committees that do grants mm-hmm. and things like that. It's like a way you get you. How do you all basically how do you all decide kind of like who gets the grants and things like that? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, a lot of people ask that question and it's good because a lot of people want to know, you know, when I submit this, who has eyes on it? You know, um, what does that process look like? So how I mentioned the Helping Hands Foundation, which is the Credit Union's 501c3. Um, and I mentioned that it is comprised of all employees who serve on its own board of directors, um, you know, those people have a hand in um, the grant application process. But what's really cool to note, too, is the actual people who are going through the applications as they come in during the month of August, during the period in which we accept them, are a part of a group called the Executive Leadership Group. Um, So this is actually, so not only is the grant a way that we give back to the community, but it's also another way how we develop our staff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really cool. So um, how that works is we have um, about five employees per year that are handpicked and selected based on performance and a lot of other really great things. Um, And we take those employees and we put them through a year long program to prepare them for whatever that next step is at the credit union. And we have a lot of employees who have never, you know, they don't know what it's like to, um, you know, judge um, how someone's accepted for something or, um, you know, how to look at, you know, financials overall and know, you know, certain things about organizations, be able to gauge, you know, especially things on the level that this grant is on. So. Um, those applications initially come to that committee. They go through them. They ensure that, you know, they've turned in everything they need to. If there are outstanding things, they collect those. And they really do the initial scoring on that. Um, and then based on that, they will actually give recommendations up to the board for the Helping Hands Foundation. The Helping Hands Foundation um, then Um, comes up with um, a group of um, applicants that they would like to push forward. And then it's ultimately ratified by the credit union's board of directors. Okay. So, so you, you said it's a process. Yeah. It sounds like it. (laughs) I mean, but that's good though, right? I mean, because you want to make sure whoever you're donating this money to is actually going to put it to good use. That's right. They're, they're actually a good organization that's helping the community that they're, you know, so the, I mean, any, any organization that I have on here, I've had a few, I've had United way, Mm -hmm. like say impact 100. I'll I'll have more before it's all said and done. Uh, Any of them that do these types of grants and things like that, they're, they have to make sure that the, the, just like you all, you know, whoever you're going to be giving these grants to, it it needs to be legitimate. They need to, they're actually going to use the grants to help the community Mm -hmm. and and what they do helps the community and things like that. Yeah. And there's power in multiple perspectives. So, you know, how the executive leadership group, um, you know, how, how they see these applications and where they see the needs might be and where the greatest impact might be, you know, they pass along that perspective to the next group, which is the board of directors for the foundation. 
you know, that's consist of people from our executive management group, managers throughout the company. And then they pass it on to our board of directors who also have a different perspective who are, you know, they live throughout our footprint. They're business owners, small business owners, large business owners. Because um, you're a credit union. Because we're a credit union. Yeah. And so I think it's really cool that throughout, you know, this, this whole process, it's being passed along to multiple groups that are able to take a look at it, put their, you know, see it from their perspectives and really, I mean, just gauge, you know, where the greatest need is and where the greatest impact can be because that's what it's all about. Absolutely. One, 100%. Yeah. Um, now you did, you did mention earlier, there were a couple like pillars, I guess, that were kind of like essential, um, yep. the, the types of things that you are, you all are looking for in these mm-hmm. uh, organizations. Yep. Can you talk about those a little bit? For sure. Yeah. So the grant application, um, you know, when I think about an application, I, you know, I don't know how you think about it. When I think about it, I'm like, gosh, I have to go I think and I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> how can I avoid this application? Right. Yeah. So um, it's not, you just, there's some parts where you go and you fill in some lines and, you know, you know, that's just what typical applications are. But ours actually have like four pillars. And so there is a scoring system to the grant application. Obviously, some um, categories are weighed heavily, more heavily than others. But how it works is it, it starts where 20 points of that are structure and finance. Finances. So we want to know a description of, you know, their operations and activity, how they're structured, their management, things like that. The other, the other uh, part of that is community impact, which has really scored the highest because obviously that's the yeah, most important. That yeah. yeah. So that's 40 points. Um, basically, you know, we want to know the population, the number of people they serve, what their program and activities are, community collaborations, partnerships, other things like that. Um, And the other two are, of course, they have to list up to 30 points is going to be a detailed description of how they're going to use the funds. Right. That's huge. So, yeah, I I was going to ask you about that, too, because because that was one of the things um, Mm -hmm. I hate to keep bringing up impact. But it's one of those things that that, you know, I I have the experience with. Yeah. One of the things that kind of baffled me was it didn't baffle me. It makes sense. If you're going to give someone a a large sum of money, you're going to want to know what they're doing (laughs) with it. Right. Like, yeah. So that so that makes total sense. And it and it it matters. It does. Some people say, well, that might, you know, what I feel like is an important mission for For our community may not be what someone else was like is an important mission for our community. But I think when you balance what you're going to do with the funds and how you impact the community with the funds, I think that's Mm -hmm. ultimately a really good way to make that decision. Oh, absolutely. And so what they do is they'll describe, you know, exactly how they'll, they want to use the grant funds and they'll have to have whenever they're doing the application. It's not, you know, I need $50,000 because next year we'd like to do this. They actually have to have a vision in place. They have to tell us what that is. They have to map that out for us and narrate that out for us. Um, And so, you know, we have to have things like a detailed budget, a work plan and a timetable. You know how if we give you these grant funds, how long is it going to take you until your project is complete? Um, So those are things that are a part of that detailed description of funds. And then, like you said, too. You know, I mean, yeah, we're not just going to write $100,000 checks and be like, good I mean, luck. I'm going to make one right now and I'll fill out the application. <laughs> hey, really and put good. my name on it whenever you do I'm it, too. It. I mean, you know, Obviously so. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, what we also do is we follow up in that process. So, um, for instance, we have CVHN is over in Santa Rosa Beach and we helped buy them this huge, like, RV. Okay. Um, and this is, we, we did this for them a couple of years ago. What does CVHN say for? Oh, I stumped her. 
<laughs> Children's Health Volunteer Network. Ha! All right, there you, you go. did Got not. So they, use the, so they use the. So they use the. I'm guessing then they use the the RV for outreach and things so like that. So it's even. The community I feel like it's stuff. even cooler than that. So what they do is they go around to schools in Walton County, and they may even go beyond that. But I know of Walton County, and what they do is a lot of those kids. Um, they have dental, um, you know, okay. like dental yeah, issues, yeah, yeah. and their parents just aren't taking them to the dentist, and they've some, some really can't afford it. oh I mean, no, they can't, cover that or they can't get off work, work or really expensive. Yeah, exactly. And so they actually go around to local schools, and it is a literal dental office in an RV. Okay. You walk in, it doesn't even look like an RV. It literally looks like you're in the doctor's right. office. They have a dentist that comes in, so they can do all the work that you'd be able to go into a regular dentist's office and do. And so when you're looking at this huge elaborate, just incredible RV. Um, you look at the very back and it's got a huge all in logo on it. So everywhere they go, you know, people are able to see, you know, Hey, all in is somehow connected to the amazing work that, you know, they're doing and they sure. kind of put two and two together. I mean, that, that makes sense. I mean, do you, I, do you guys require that? Is that part of the plan? Like if you're yeah. applying? Okay. So it is. I'm so gonna be real. I'm going <laughs> to ask you. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. We don't want to waste anybody's time. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So naming rights are actually a part of this and you know, we don't, um, the, the thing that I think is really cool with whoever applies for the grant, they get to decide what that looks like, right? Sure. When they submit the application. So, you know, we don't, all we say is, you know, obviously when we're giving the funds, we want to be a, for the community to know, and for people who see these things to know that we believe so much in giving back to the community that like we somehow had a hand in that. Um, and so. Um, we, you know, give them the latitude to decide, do you want, do you know, do you think we should put a logo on the back of the bus? Do you, you know, do you, um, see, uh, all in credit union grave somewhere or, you know, what that looks like is really up to the organization that's applying now later on in the process. You know, if they get selected, we may come back and say, Hey, you know, we know you, um, you know, said that the logo could go here. This is what you would picture it to look like. You know, we also may have an idea for consideration if it moves forward, so, you know, but we really initially leave that up to the organization. And I think that's what makes it fun because they get to decide what that looks well, like. Well, I mean, and what is a, what's a logo when you, if you are getting $50,000 for your organization right? or you, it lets you buy an RV. Right. I mean, it's not, so it's not that big of a deal. I had to tell you something, a really fun thing that one of them came up with. They ultimately didn't get selected, but it was really cool. So I have to say, like, since we're talking about naming rights, um, we had, um, a local military installation unit um, that um, needed a playground. And um, they actually applied for the grant funds. And what they did that I thought was so creative and kind of goes back to what we're talking about, the chairman of our board, um, Charlie Mingus, is a retired Army Ranger. I'm not kidding. If you see Charlie Mingus out somewhere, he's probably got his black Ranger shirt underneath whatever button-up he's wearing. I mean, he, any anytime you talk to a Ranger, typically they are always so, – they're Ranger forever, sure. Ranger for life. And so the, I just gave it away. It was the Army Ranger camp here at Eglin, the 6RTB. Um, and they wanted a playground, and they actually found out that Charlie Mingus, the chairman of our war, was a former Army Ranger. And they even had, like, this whole plan to name it, like, the Charlie, in honor of Charlie Mingus, and all-in credit union, former Army Ranger. And they had, it was so cool. And they came up with that themselves. And so, you know, we don't limit the creativity with the naming rights. Um, a lot of these organizations think of really cool things. And sometimes it's better than I really feel like we could think of, sure. you know? Well, so. I mean, when you're, I mean, 
part of applying for a grant is you you anyone who is part of an organization that's applied for a grant knows this. Um, you kind of have to sell the idea, right? Right. You get, you yeah. Pitch it in a way. You got to sell it in a way. Yeah. I mean, people won't people don't just walk around and throw out money. No. Like, that's yeah. not how it works. But they are. Where can we can we go? Yeah. So <laughs> um so real quick again one mm-hmm. more time uh because I want you know we've had people in our community when I yeah. want and in um I want more people to apply for this and mm-hmm. I, you know and and you guys be able to help more people in our community so again where where do you go to apply okay so you go to all in you go to www.allincu.com the YS tab you'll see $200,000 grant click on that also, I think it's important to note that it today is August the third. Yeah, I don't even want to talk. <laughs> I literally had to look down at my phone. Yeah. I'm like, is it the third? It, gosh, this year's flown by. Um, so the application is actually due by August 31st at five month. o'clock by the end of this month. And the biggest thing I can say is, do not wait until the last minute to do your application. Um, you know, it may not be a long application, but there's a lot of thought that, you know, has to be put into it. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. And there you have to collect financials and you have to, you know, think about what your vision is for where you need the money and the naming rights and, you know, things like that. But just don't wait. And two, obviously, from a procrastinator speaking. (laughs) You. I I don't believe that. I don't. Don't buy it. Yeah, who would? Gosh, always on time. But, um, you know, the more time you give yourself to put into something like this, the more time you have to be creative and to you know really narrate out that impact Um, and one thing I too want to note hopefully anybody from all in that's hearing this um, you know it's like hey no you're giving pointer earring pointers that maybe we don't have the application but I would say this okay so if you have heard anything about credit unions or you're familiar with credit unions at all there is there's three words that you will hear regardless of whether you're going into a credit union in Florida or whether chance you're going to one in New York City or I mean credit unions are worldwide so going into a credit union anywhere in the world there are three words that are going to resonate anywhere with any credit union located wherever um and that is the words people helping people that is the credit union philosophy and so what I would tell any of the listeners um who are interested in applying for the grant you know, if, if you're if you're applying for the grant, you're already a 501c3. You know, that's a requirement. So really, you are embodying that credit union philosophy of people helping people already. Sure. I mean, that's what that's what our nonprofits do. So what I would say is to, you know, just a, a little tip is to, you know, include that in your story somehow. You know, the credit union philosophy of people helping people, you know, spell that out in your application. What does that look like? How are you doing that? And how does that tie back to what we're doing every single day for our members? Right. Um, you know, and another thing the if you if you see all in anywhere, you're going to see our hashtag we give back. So in your grant application, you know, I would just say, like, narrate that out for us, spell that out for us, show us, you know, how these grant funds, if you're awarded these grant funds, how it goes back to people helping people, but how it goes back to how you're giving back too. right. Yeah. Yeah. And th- I think that's outlined in some of the pillars you were talking about. Yeah. Also, um, <clears throat> so. Uh. Yeah, I mean, we we don't have a whole lot of time left. See, I told you to go fast. <laughs> uh, no, so so I I would love for people in our for organizations within our um community to apply. You know, I'm selfish. You know, I love Crestview, so I'm just like I win them all. And he loves all, all in, and he loves okay. all in. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I appreciate what y'all do for us and I appreciate yeah. what you do for the surrounding community. And, oh, and obviously, I, you know, I appreciate what the other organizations, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into all that stuff, but I appreciate what the other organizations do for us. Yeah. I never feel like, 
uh, Crestview doesn't get support from um, the smaller businesses or the larger yeah. businesses in our area. I think it's one of the things that's really great about um, our community mm-hmm. is when we say, you know, the mayor has a new slogan every year, right? So yeah. empowering partnerships is this year. You know, I think you've you got one of the coins for that. I did. I got the first coin chance. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, um, but also we've done raising the bar and we've mm-hmm. done um, a new view and a couple of the other ones. And the things that are great about that is the community is always is ready to buy into that with us. That's right. right? And just really participate um, in our culture here yeah. uh, within the city. And I think that's really important. And I think that's something that this grant, um, you know, through your Helping Hands Foundation is doing as well. Oh, it yeah. is, is is buying into the community and, and just, uh, you know, giving giving the community an opportunity as opposed to you coming in and providing a service, giving the community an opportunity to provide the service for itself, right? Because that's what 501c3s are doing. They're, that's right. they're, they're typically small foundational structures that only have a few people that's right and they're and they're working in a in a in a uh micro sense within their community mm-hmm. i mean sure there are there are hu- habitat for humanity yes. um you know united way is pretty big i yes. mean the emerald coast chapter obviously is for here but that's i mean right. they're a larger organization and th- there's a few others but then there's these organizations like a bed for me which is just right here in okaloosa and now they've managed to expand to walton kenny and the arc that you were talking about there um in dothan cash here in town there's there's so many that are they're very small um and they they serve a very specific area within the community so uh, what i'm getting at is you know i'm i'm grateful that we have these organizations and i'm very grateful for our our for-profit organizations that turn around and give back and try to help uh, with these uh, organizations that aren't for profit, because because our because we can't do everything in the city, it's impossible. Sure, us, right? Or we'd be taxing everyone <laughs> to the point where well, we don't you know, want that. Even get through a council <laughs> meeting with everybody yelling about no one would care about traffic anymore. Though let me tell you, no, um, we're not raising taxes. Actually, if you paid attention, we're lowering them. So go back mm-hmm. check that out. It's front page of the newspaper. It's also on our website. Um, I want to say this too. So I was on a Zoom meeting um, earlier today. And uh, it was actually with the MAGCOM commander of Air Force Material Command. He's newer, which is, you know, where Eglin commander reports up to. And he posed a really interesting question. And I think it, you know, was brought back to my mind as we're talking about the $200,000 grant in the credit union. He said, ask yourself, how does it feel whenever you say I work at the place I work at. So like when I say, when I go up to somebody, I'm like, I work at all in credit union. You know, are you proud when you say that? How does that feel? And, you know, cause he was like how he was like, when somebody comes up and asks me, you know, well, Hey, what do you do for a living? He's like, I work for the United States air force. And he was saying like, just how proud he is just to tell anybody who asked him anywhere he's at any location across the world, regardless of who it is, he is always proud to say, I work for the United States Air Force. And I was sitting there in that moment and I was like, you know, I say all the time, I'm everywhere. I'm like, people are like, typically I'm wearing a name tag, but when my hair is covering it up, you know, they're like, where do you work? And I'm like, I work at All In Credit Union. And you know, it's times like these whenever we're doing the $200,000 grant or we're supporting the incredible things the city is constantly doing, constantly. Um, Don't remind me. <laughs> I get tired thinking about it. <laughs> but, you know, whenever, like I say, I work at All in Credit Union, it's just so humbling and so rewarding to be connected with an organization that literally says, okay, for four, you know, 
2018. Yeah, for three years, we gave back $100,000. But guess what? You know, we're increasing our footprint. We're opening up new branches. Organizations are doing incredible things. And we need to support those missions to be able to work for an organization that believes in giving back that way. Um, just, you know, on top of the other reasons why, you know, it's so great to work for the credit union, but this is one of the reasons why. So I ask you, I'm like, and I'm going to ask other people, you know, how does it feel when you say like, I work for the place that I work and this right here, what we're talking about in this conversation is one of the reasons why it is always a great day to work at all in credit union and to work alongside the people I do, including in the community like you. All right. So. Well, I'm going to say it's a great day to work for the city of Crestview because I get to do things like this. First yeah. of all, I get to I get to tell people about awesome opportunities like the opportunity to, you know, get access to grant funding. Mm -hmm. um, but also because I get to meet um, all of the people that I get to meet and have on on here that I get to meet at the other events that we do um, and the other people not, you know, love all in, not just all in the other community partners as well. Um, uh, so, I mean, really, we're. I mean, we're over time. We are. It's okay. We are. It's okay. Um, okay. So, uh, but, I mean, you brought me on. You know, I love yeah, to talk. Yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> Hannah was like, I don't know if, I, if we'll make it. I'm like, we'll make it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no. Uh, real quick, I want to say, first of all, I want to say thank you again. Thanks um, for having me. And thank you uh, for the opportunity, you know, that this offers our community. I do really appreciate that. Um, yeah. And uh, you guys are always growing uh, as, you know, so I imagine that there'll be more people that want to wear blue jeans. So maybe in a couple of years, it'll be a $400,000 Or do skip grant. a pays. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so uh, first of all, just get that out of the way. Thanks again. Um, second, I want to say um, that uh, as I always do, um, your local government uh, affects you hugely. And everyone loves to watch. If you watch the news, you'll see that you'll, you know, Nancy Pelosi's in Taiwan right now, right? And then everybody's talking about it. Everybody's paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. I, I challenge you to pay more attention to what your local government's doing because we're the ones that are, we're here, right? And you're part of that. And you're and if you don't engage with us, we can't know what you want. We don't know how to serve you. So, so engage with us. If you're happy with what we're doing, let us know. If you're not happy with what we're doing, let us know. I promise we want to know either way. Um, because we can't correct some things if we don't know we're doing them wrong, right? So, uh, you know, always you can find us all on social media at City of Crestview um, on our website, www.cityofcrestview.org. Um, thank you so much to WAZ, WJSB. Uh, it's 104.7 FM. And then their AM, I'm not sure of. I'm sorry, I have to look that one back up. But they play this on Saturday mornings, and I'm really appreciative about that. And uh, just everyone who takes the time to engage with us civically, to come out to the events that we do, everyone that supports uh, the city of Crestview, none of this is possible without you. You know, just like the credit union, anyone's credit union isn't possible without the people that put into it because that's how our credit union works. Our that's city's right. not possible without our citizens. And I just want to say thank you all so much, um, as always, um, for taking the time to listen. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Chance. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.